Is that just me or does that sound like a Star Wars character? Well, yeah, because there's a, a Star Wars character named Watto. Uh, Watto. He is the. Oh, I was thinking of Vatu, which I think is a Avatar Legend of Korra character. Hello. Bye. She's already left. They said hello. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and she bye. Said hello. You're listening to the John Chi Show, hosted by three Korean American adoptees diving headfirst into what it means to be adopted, Korean American, and more. And now, here's your host. Nathan, Patrick, and KJ. Welcome back to the John Cheese Show. It is I. <laughs> I haven't rolled into one of these episodes in a long time. Um, welcome back for another week of the John Cheese Show. I'm your host, Patrick Armstrong, here with my fellow co-hosts, Nathan Nowak and KJ Relke, and we are going to be diving all up in these greetings today uh, as we talk <laughs> a, little bit about, the greetings. <laughs> a little bit about uh, a holiday coming up next week, um, Salal, or wait, did I just did I pronounce yeah. it incorrectly? No, Salal. Yeah, Salal. Salal. It's not, it's not Salal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm emphasizing in the wrong. Sehe I think I'm putting... Unnecessary emphasis on something. Anyways, that's what we're going to be talking about. Lunar New Year today. But before we do that, how are you guys doing? Great. Ready for a new year. I feel like we have nonstop talked about the new year. I know. This right? one is different because different we're talking. Year. This is the cultural significance of Solal. And um, I'm really excited to dig into it because like one of the things that has been interesting to me, like obviously in the West, uh, the calendar the whatever gregorian calendar new year is important um but i also have heard from a number of sources now that uh japan also celebrates new year's and uh, like the western gregorian calendar whatever and that it's a big deal so nathan i'm curious is or has new year's been traditionally a big deal for your wife and her family good first question yes uh i mean we we do not the lunar new year but the regular uh new year in January, her family did always have like a function and we would have a soup that we would eat that had, uh, you know, similar to the uh, tukuk that uh, Koreans make. It's just a, a very simple soup with a little rice cake in it, but there's this mochi. And uh, yeah, we would always have that. We would do a cheers toast and yeah, and drink the soup and hopefully that brings good luck and good fortune and everything. So, um, so I have done it for the years that I have been married uh, with my with my wife, but prior to that, I I didn't. I, it was always the very standard uh, New Year's for me: go party somewhere and drink champagne at midnight. So, well, yeah, like the New Year's Eve kind yeah. of thing. But like New Year's Day is like is the big day. Is the right? day that for, we actually celebrate yeah. for her family, right? Would you like travel and go and be with her family? And was it like a big gathering kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, it was you know twenty thirty people, sometimes more, but uh, yeah, it was a big uh, potluck. But well, it wasn't that far, I guess you could say, because we lived pretty close to where everyone oh, yeah, would, right. would hold it. But but yeah, what about you guys? In these pandemic times, 20 to 30 people sounds like a whole bunch. Doesn't that make you nervous a little bit right now? A stadium yes. worth of people. Too many people, sounds like. <laughs> Even if we're all standing six feet apart. <laughs> yeah, right. Same, like New Year's Eve was always the big thing, but New Year's Day was like the day of recovery. Uh, it was not really that that important. I don't really have more to say about that. Same. My yeah, just did the normal <laughs> party college thing for a long time, even after I wasn't in college anymore. <laughs> and then, yeah, re- recovered on the first. Like, I don't know. I know people that it's like their favorite holiday. Um, but for me, it was just like 
it was just another day i guess i never had super a bunch of significance because i always took a real like three months to start writing the correct year on stuff so i would always write like so it's 2022 now but i still am writing 2021 sometimes and it takes oh, me a long I time thought you to would, catch back i up thought you that. meant like you would take the three months prior <laughs> See, so like, it'd be the end. It'd be like November 2021. You'd be like, I just got to get ready for the u- the new year. So it's November 2022. I mean, that's probably like, what I should do. That's probably what <laughs> I should do. Yeah, but that's what. Yeah, that's what it means for me. All right. There's a a podcast that I listen to where the host is. I think he's like seventh generation Japanese American. Um, but he was like, yeah, like New Year's Day was always like a huge family thing. And then I read an article. I think it was a guest writer on Next Shark or something who was talking about how um, she wasn't able to go home and be with her family for New Year's, but she's Japanese American and like her mom was the keeper of Japanese culture. And so like all those things, Nathan, that you were talking about from the soups and, and all those, it was just like, there was nobody there really to, to do that. And she was like, her whole thing was like, I just wonder what we've lost in moving to America. And, you know, because it's, it is just inherently so different, even while you try to hold on to these bits of culture. Um, and I talked to another of my friends and she was like, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. So, um, I just wonder, like, as we think about blending cultures and finding our way into Korean culture, you know, it's just like, huh, I wonder, like for, from our perspective, it's the privilege of addition, but knowing that there is a, a type of loss and sadness that comes around um, these blended identities around holidays, especially that we all as a global people celebrate regardless of if, if it's the Gregorian new year or the Sol- lunar new year. But yeah. I don't know. I like it. The more celebrations, the better for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like, just, I just I'll, want a nonstop party. I'll celebrate just, the night before. I'll I hate my liver. Day, <laughs> celebrate, you know, Oh, we, we always drink non-alcoholic stuff at uh, her family's okay. house. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it was always the cider, apple cider. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like going there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I like the idea of Salal um, because I think, you know, we're talking about this and we're referencing from the Korean Culture Dictionary, something that previous listeners of the show might remember from some other Shout out, Usung Kong. And in the book, it talks about how, like, Japan instituted the Gregorian New Year as, like, the, the New Year during their colonial rule. And I like... They talk and it talks about Salal being a reclamation essentially by the Korean people to take that back. And I really like that idea. And I think, KJ, what you're talking about with the blending of cultures for us, um, I think that's one way that I want to start being better about honoring uh, because I think it's important because as an adoptee, you know, as I go to reclaim the culture, it's like it holds more uh, an additional significance, I guess I should say. because of that, because of where it sits and where it lies uh, within the culture itself. So count it. I also love that part of the reclamation is uh, when they brought back Solal, it was originally Folklore Day, um, and then they actually gave it its original name, and it was a three-day holiday, and then the New Year holiday was also a three-day holiday, and they were like, by 1999, they were like, yeah, it can just be one day. We don't, we don't need all that business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three days, that's a lot. It's a lot of celebration. It's also like six days in the span of like a month and a half that you like are the government is taking telling you to take off. And you're just like, I mean, like we're all about celebration, but maybe let's just pick one and we're going to pick ours and not the one that was forced on us. <laughs> Heaven forbid we have six days off during the month. <laughs> yeah. well, Who was yeah. complaining about that? That's what I want to know. <laughs> 
Well, the people were obviously the capitalists. The, the, the capitalists, yeah, the capitalists. Yeah. <laughs> the capitalists were one hundred percent complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading online. I like uh, one of the the things that uh, says some Koreans do is they hide their shoes as they believe that if a person's shoes go missing, it's because ghosts have taken them away and bad luck will follow for the whole year. I'm gonna start hiding my shoes on New Year's Day <laughs> just to see if that works. Oh yeah, the ghost name is Ya Guang. And it comes down to where people live. This just says, uh, the book says, tries on children's shoes. Where are you seeing And this takes at? the ones that fits their feet. It's page 182. Um, a lot of... Takes the ones that fits their feet. So that's why they had their shoes. Or children had their shoes. Korean culture. What's, what's that about? I think it's just like proximity to spirits huh. and okay. um, like Taoism and um, shamanism and all those kinds of things. Like there's just more... I don't know, they, like, Christianity hasn't been around on the continent long enough for it to eradicate all mention of ghosts and other supernatural spirits, but, um, yeah, the other one that's interesting is a weird New Year's superstition is don't sleep on New Year's Eve or your eyebrows will turn white. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what that's about. Somebody but the custom of staying up, them when you're drunk. The, <laughs> the custom of... Uh, oh, I see. For children who couldn't overcome sleepiness, they were teased by parents who put white flour on their eyebrows. <laughs> what a prank. I know, right? You wake up and your eyebrows are white. <laughs> That's a subtle way, like, grind culture. It just gets, gets uh, internalized by you. It's just like, I'm going to put <laughs> put this uh, here to make them think that they need to be up working harder. I'm just going <laughs> to haze them, haze my child know, with is. some it's flour. Like- um, but also one of the major foods that's eaten on Toral or um, even just in regular New Year's is tokuk, Yay. Uh, which is rice cake soup. Uh, so I've now had it three times, um, and I really like it. Nathan, have you I made, made it, it last year once, and uh, but I didn't have the rice cakes. So Oh, did you I use like tteokbokki? No, no, I used – actually, yeah, you're right. I did a, a tteokbokki noodles that I made, and then I put that in there. But I sliced them up as if I could, you know. So this year I actually bought the the bigger, flatter, round noodles, um, and so yeah, I'm gonna put those in there. And I got some bone broth and everything. So it's a pretty easy recipe, Patrick. <laughs> I know you said that. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I still haven't made it. I don't even know if I've tried it. Did we try it? No, I don't think so. It's not. It's not dissimilar from some of the stuff that we ate, that, yeah. like hangover soup that we ate. It's just a very um, light LA. broth. Brothy it's soup real good. Some- Basically, you just if you even if you want to make your own stew meat, you uh, you just get some some stew meat mm-hmm. and then boil it for thirty minutes and then add the stuff and you're basically done. So just um, boil the like stew it, meat and then add the extra ingredients. It's essentially you bone add broth like with, with noodle. Yeah, yeah. Rice cake. All right, yeah you I'm add very little, it. very minimal things. <laughs> it's so yeah, so easy. Um, because dokuk is. Uh, it is rice cake, so like flavor wise, it won't take taste that different from tteokbokki. But the the broth had like ginger, right, or or something in it. I thought, or was it no? No, it was garlic. What was what was the yep. little addition to it? I know you sent me another recipe that I haven't looked at yet, but oh yeah. So um, the way that I made it this most recent time, it's stew meat that you boil with onion. Then once that's all done, you add. Some green onion. Oh, onion and green onion, like the white part. And then when it's all done, you add in the green part of the green onion, some soy sauce for soup, which is like a special kind of soy sauce, and then some seaweed if you want, some egg if you want, 
Oh, it was the egg. Like, That's right. That's kind of it. Like it's real simple um, and delicious and filling. Oh yeah, and then liberally salt and pepper. So that does yes. sound good. I think so. The, ses- the a little bit of sesame. Yeah, the eggs is oh, what yeah, my kids really little. liked because I made it flat and then I sliced it like I saw in the recipe where it was like almost like a, yeah you did the mung cheese style yeah yeah where it was like little like shavings of it I guess and my kids thought that was really good even though all it was was egg <laughs> but yeah they, well so you like separate out the egg white from the yolk yeah. and then you do the yolk you scramble it and then put it and then yeah you julienne the egg yolk yeah and so. they thought that was really good so which is funny because you know. well, I do have two cookbooks now so Thanks. I should probably have recipes oh, for there that. you go <laughs> Two Your Korean turn. cookbooks, yeah, specifically. <laughs> okay, let's, let's so I probably have some recipes hold for Patrick to it. Well, Make now that him. I know, I didn't do it on the Gregorian calendar, which I don't know if I even knew it was called Gregorian, even though I did know that, I think. But now I know I have another month. So, yeah. well, yeah, oh, another week, I guess I should yeah, say. For according when to this. Out, <laughs> yeah, when this episode is airing. You can do it. I can do it. The doku comes from like a larger rice thing, rice cake, called karetok which is a long white cylindrical rice cake. The long shape symbolizes longevity. And then when you slice it, it symbolizes prosperity because the little sliced rice cakes look like the old traditional Korean coins. Mm. So that's why like, hmm. like it won't coins. taste that different from dokboki, but yeah, um, the reason that you use the dokguk is for like the visual symbolization of longevity and prosperity. And that's like, uh, isn't the Chinese new year, they do um, long life, Long noodles, uh, longevity noodles. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. So the longer the noodle, oh. same thing kind of concept. Where I don't feel like we do that in America. That. We don't like wish people yeah, long lives, right? I think that, I feel like the closest we get is many happy returns, and even then, they're like, "Are you from the twenties? Yeah. It's <laughs> gonna say half the time. I feel like it's just cheers, drink. Yeah, we're actively making our lives shorter. Normally, <laughs> yeah. In America, in America, yeah. <laughs> So if anyone's celebrating next week, be safe. Daily PSA. Well, it's a three-day celebration. Is it still three-day celebration? Like the regular celebration? Or is it just a one-day? February 1st. Yeah, it's just February 1st. But the festivals will probably happen on the weekend because it's not... uh, Oh, that's what you're talking about when it got reduced. I thought you were talking about the other, just the regular, or the initial, or the January 1st New Year's. Yeah, J J one New Year got reduced to one day, but Tolal is three oh, days. Oh, still three days. All right, perfect. Yeah, Tolal and Chusok are like the big okay. ones. That's what I thought. And those are both three days. I knew that. I remember that Chusok was three days. I'm retaining some knowledge, you know. From Way some to knowledge. go. Okay. It's all about repetition. Now I know I don't repeat it. I don't repeat it often I need to repeat, 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 repeat. And I want to really start making some of this food. Like, I really got to be on that, so. It's, I mean, Korean food is, like, honestly really simple. I I, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't, I, did tried, I haven't tried to make that much, but everything I have tried is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Um, it requires, like, minimal chopping, and then you put it all together. Yeah. Like, in a heated element, whether that's a heated pot or boiling water. <laughs> I will say that I feel like that is how all the meals are, or have been. When we've all the traditional ones, eaten. obviously, I haven't tried to make like Korean fried chicken. Oh, right? sure. But, Ooh, that man. sounds good. We were almost gonna go today to a Korean fried chicken place. One just opened up next to our house. It's Korean fried chicken and beer. And oh, it's, it's literally nice. right next to our house, uh, like eight minutes away. And yeah, it's the pictures online, and they do all kinds of things like fusion stuff too. Where you know, and you know how much I love fusion. You love fusion. I was just about to say, we know it's Nathan got, loves fusion. 
kimchi and bulgogi french fries and stuff like that. Ooh, so, damn, that yeah. sounds good. I will say that I've been using that kimchi salt a lot. I just oh, nice. used it last night on some noodles. So getting a little splash. You're some nudes. <laughs> nice. On my Love nudes. the kimchi salt on the nudes. Classic nudes. <laughs> Sarah doesn't appreciate me saying nudes. I don't either. I have Classic you kimchi about nudes. For a second, the I'm noodles. Like, I'm feeling N-O-O-D-S. awkward. N-O-O-D-S. Yeah, nudes and then blueberries are shortened to bloobs. <laughs> bloobs. <laughs> nudes and bloobs. <laughs> <laughs> nudes and bloobs. Welcome to the new John Chi Show section, Nudes and Bloobs, where we talk about noodles and Yikes. blueberries. <laughs> what a terrible combination. <laughs> I bet there's a world where that there's that tastes good. Probably no, like a like a puree, no. like a blueberry puree. You know what, with some Nathan? Sort of... I charge you of finding a good nudes and bloobs recipe I'm and then posting it, it in right the after party. I don't think I can not think of any. You sweet could figure it out. Recipe. You made you made a junchi grilled hot dog yeah, cheese. Okay, I'll say that I typed this thing. into noodles with blueberries into the Google search bar, and no suggestions came up. <laughs> no search results. <laughs> no Amazing. suggestions came up. Wow. When you stumped Google, you've really found yourself <laughs> into a weird place in the internet. That's right. good. Oh, there are some that's recipes. That's a good area to take over. Right blueberries there. soba noodle salad. Okay. Thai noodles with blueberries and peanuts. Gross. Yeah. Wild nope. blueberry noodle kugel. 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 K u g e l. I don't know what that is. Google. Yep. All right. This cottage cheese. Just sounds like so a, sounds pretty what? good. No, Fruit and cottage nope, cheese is good. I do like I don't, that. I don't mess with cottage cheese. Creamy blueberry pasta recipe. Marla nope. Meredith. Not going to be on that either. Blueberry nope. pasta. Oh, definitely. I can't think of I was of, like, Marla ugh. Meredith sounds like the whitest person's name I've ever heard. <laughs> and then I was like, well, wait. We're, as adoptees, that could be names are misleading, I've learned. Oh, true. But, That's true. And then immediately popped up a white person. So <laughs> confirmed it immediately. Didn't even try. Anyways, sorry to derail us on the nudes and that bloobs. was nudes and bloobs with, <laughs> with the John Chi show. <laughs> Dang it. I forgot I opened the segment up. Good way to close I, that segment. Own, off. We should own that hashtag now. Somehow, nudes no, and that's a terrible bloobs. hashtag. That is hilarious. I'm gonna be. I'm using it. That's that's your Yikes. new Twitter handle. Um, okay, other. Other New Year slash Solal traditions is the Sebe and the Solbim. Uh, Sebe, Jerry, I think, has alluded to a number of times yeah. in in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you make the New Year's bow to your elders, and then your elders give you money, which is fantastic. Unless you're the elder, in which case, you broke now. But you get people <laughs> bowing to you all the time, so you're like, eh, it's okay. I mean, would you rather have respect and honor, or would you rather have that money still in your pockets? It depends on how much you're giving. Well, away. when you're depends on how old you are. Yeah, if I was I'm, gonna say if I'm old enough, I'm just like you have all the money. Right. I don't, I don't need any of this. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're old enough, but if it I'm doesn't like, matter at all. what if I had like just graduated college and I'm like I'm barely not broke and I gotta give money to my nieces and nephews? You know, no. there are little kids that are like <laughs> yeah. targeting people. They're like, <laughs> yep, here we go. We're gonna go bow to him and him and him and her. He drives a nice car. <laughs> yeah. Let's go bow over there. <laughs> Let's just go bow over there. Just a bunch of bowing rackets happening in South Korea. <laughs> I don't think that's actually how the same it works, but yeah, I think I think there is a fair amount of traveling and bowing and logistical planning so that you can go bow to your maternal grandparents and your paternal grandparents, and then if you have any aunties and uncles in the area. But I wonder if that like 
if there's like a, a way that you could zoom this Hebe and like how that would work, also you know? your Venmo account goes ding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. There probably is a like a QR style code. You just you bow and you scan. You at have the same to time. bow yeah. to scan yeah. the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've placed a QR code on the ground. <laughs> It's it's on the top of your head. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, that would be smart. You had to like wear your Venmo QR <laughs> yeah, code on the top, the of, your top head. of your head. So as you, you have bow to bow down, very deeply to me. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that. The, or And then for some elderly people, though, you probably have to walk them through how to scan. On yeah, they'd be like, sure. okay, so like this my is mom how would the, need they're assistance. Like, they're like, I'm not doing that. Here's here's a cash check. I don't have this. Anytime we knows. anytime we've went to a restaurant, which has not been which has been infrequent during the pandemic, but they have the QR menus now. And my mom never fails. I can't get this open. Even when I show her, like the next time, forgotten. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. My parents don't even bring their phones sometimes. So it's like, oh well that <laughs> kind of defeats the purpose then when if you don't have a phone. Sometimes I do creep on my dad's location and I can tell he's at a place, but I don't know what place because his phone is definitely in the parking lot. I'm like, <laughs> is he at the grocery store? He's is he picking up lunch? Mall, like, just, he could be in yeah, any number of like, these places. <laughs> yeah, but his phone is in the parking lot, so he's just like in the he's definitely in none of those places. <laughs> There's an emergency. He is somewhere over here. I don't know where. Which though. is it's especially funny when I'm going, like I'm meeting my parents because my mom will have her phone on me, on her, you know. So it'll be like my location, her location, and then my dad like way off to the left. And I'm like, all right, well. <laughs> I don't use that I'll have to triangulate. I don't use that at all. Do you it's use that a lot? Handy. Oh, yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah. I like it. Interesting. I mean, just to know sometimes instead of having to call and go, hey, where are you? You just quickly <laughs> pop it open and look at it. You know, I mean, if you're like expecting them to say be home. Yeah. And they're bringing dinner home or, or, you know, we run errands and things and the kids are out or whatever. And it's like, okay, okay flex. who's going to go pick up the kids? Well, let's see. How far are you? <laughs> it just feels like I realize that it's already here and I have a phone that's already doing it. But like, it just feels like one step too far. Like, I don't need to know exactly where you are at any moment. I any mean, moment. I would say the one step, not to, not to shame anyone who's using this, but like the one step too far for me, having not grown up with it is Life360. Wait, what um, is that? Which a lot of that's a lot of it's what a lot of parents have on their kids' phones, mm. and so like that will like notify them. Like the parents will get a push notification when the kids leave the house, so the parents will get a push notification mm. if they're driving yeah, over the speed limit. Okay, the parents will get a far. push notification if they arrive at their friend's house. Like so what? many things over the like speed that. Limit? That's a lot. Whoa. So yeah, I think I don't know, but I'm just like that. That's a lot. Wow. I just like. That just takes away all the trust, you know? Like, no the find trust. my location thing is just like, it's like a simple thing of convenience. But like, yeah, sometimes you're like, oh, this is, this is a lot. So, yeah. no shame if that's what you use. It's just the opinion of a millennial who didn't grow up with that technology. <laughs> I say that's so. crazy, but then again, I ha- I feel like I have video cameras in every room in my <laughs> house. So <laughs> Nathan's like, you know, I say that's crazy, but then also uh, the Patriot Act. At the same time, <laughs> you're like, yeah, if I tell my wife that, she's going to go get it. <laughs> so... so. But, well, once you uh, listen to this episode in two years, <laughs> it'll be too late. What? I don't know. In two years? Does she listen to, does she listen to the episodes? I don't know. But we don't really commute anymore. So at the moment. They see, exactly. That's when my wife yeah. listens to all her episodes, podcasts. It's in the car. And now mm, her commute yeah. is 15 minutes. And podcast episodes are generally 90 minutes. It's like, that's four trips. You better in your bump car. that up to 2x times. Four trips. Speed. Six trips. I don't know. Anyways. Math is hard, man. Math is hard. So yeah, so that's the, well, that's a long, 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 long way off topic of this Hebe. 
Um, but <laughs> I'm curious. I was I was interested in this holbim because oh, yeah, this is another looking, yeah. another Korean traditional dress, and like I've only known the hanbok, mm-hmm. but this holbim is like a I don't know, like it visually it looks similar to me, but I think it has more layers. And like an overcoat is mentioned, and boys have one, and girls have another, and there's like certain colors, um, which is real cute. I don't know what they do for uh, you know non-binary children, but um, I'm sure they'll they'll figure it out. But yeah, I don't know. I was just like, oh look, we have more traditional clothing than just the humbug, which like I knew had to exist, but it's just nice to see this holbim being a thing. If you want to Google it, it's S E O L B I M. Um, but it's just nice to see something different and like a new way of like traditional ancestral honoring and ringing in the new year and those kinds of things. Well, I like that it represents, like it says, it represents the resolution yeah. or a resolution, I guess I should say, for, for the new year. So, well, you know, like I don't feel like our clothes in America, but we don't do something. We don't do stuff like that. You get dressed up for New Year's. Yeah. But you don't your clothes don't hold a specific significance. You know, it's just like other than your well, especially Instagram as feed, guys. That's true. Yeah, like as guys, you like there's casual, there's business casual, there's sport, sporty boy, there's uh, formal, boy. there's black tie formal. But then, like even for girls, like I just learned. Wait, I forgot. What's the length of dress that it is? T length. T yeah. What the joke's yeah. T length? Yeah. So I just found out that that is a thing. Like there's just so much variation for female clothing, and so I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't know how to how to do that. But it's nice to like. Yeah, to have a piece that is significant. Even like, you know, like Scottish kilts um, often have like a lot of significance woven into those things. But in America, they're just like, yeah, we're a young nation. We don't have significance. Yeah. And then it's like you you hang on to that and it means something even when you're 50, you know, and it's like something you can share with your children, even though they're probably not going to wear your solbim. You know, they're going to have their own. But um, I think that's. That's what I like about actually just any uh, other culture. I feel like other than American culture is like, it just, there's other added significance and like, that's really personal. And I feel like in American culture, your significance is always tied to back to the country itself in some way. And it's never, it never goes personal. So that's one of the reasons I like, I like to think that I'll be able to start celebrating this a little bit more seriously um, because I want to have that connection. That was the whole reason to start any of this in the first place. Yeah. And for those who have not looked already or do not know, the year, the zodiac sign for the Lunar New Year for 2022 is the tiger. So, but what does that um, mean? Do you got a definition <laughs> for us? Tiger, yeah. Tiger's yeah. personalities that's not are. Good, that's not a good tiger. <laughs> that's not like you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> Active and full of valor and vigor. Um, they're ambitious, adventurous. Um, it does say there's some unlucky traits to tigers. Um, so I don't know. Like getting stuck on a boat with a single Voyager. <laughs> yeah, Life of Pi maybe. style. Life of Pi style. Literary cut. The old lit cut, the LC. But so yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to hear uh hear how it goes with uh is anyone a tiger? Any of you guys out there, you know, listening? Let us know. Do you like being Oh, a I tiger? thought you were asking us. I was like, nope, I was no. a horse. What are you guys you said you were a horse. What about you, KJ? Uh Rooster. Rooster. This one says tiger people. Tiger people. I just realized tiger it starts with tiger people. Tiger people, people where you at? Tiger people are seen as sensitive, given to deep thinking, capable of great sympathy. They can be extremely short-tempered, however. Other people have great respect for them, but sometimes tiger people come into conflict with older people or those in authority. 
The tiger people. Tiger people. They, they, yeah, they can be suspicious too. Oh, tiger compatibility, most compatible with horse and dog. So I make sense. I'm pretty sensitive. I don't know what the horse is. Let me go look that up while you guys keep talking. All right. <laughs> I'm the year of the dragon. So. Ooh, I just came across Ooh, the dragon. Ooh, nice. The mightiest uh, of the signs. The mightiest. My, my wife has always said that the reason I'm lucky sometimes is because of my zodiac sign. They prefer to live by their own it. rules, and if left on their own, are usually successful. <laughs> That's what it says All right, right here. There you go. For horses? No, for dragons. Hey, here you go. While dragons oh. frequently help others, rarely will they ask for help. You think that's true mm. of you? Yeah. All right. It's true. Most compatible me. with monkey. Do the rooster. What is it, a rooster? Do the rooster. All right, let me find it. The rooster. Persons born in a rooster year, so not rooster people, but persons born in a rooster <laughs> year are said to be shrewd, industrious, outspoken, <laughs> and definite when making decisions. Mm. Many are ex- definite or indefinite? Definite. Okay, cool. Not like Cheaty from The Good Place. Definite, and they're making decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Good cut by well, me. <laughs> it also says uh, sociable and very well dressed. Many cool. are extravagant and a bit of a dreamer. What do you think about that? Uh, you might say that I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Say I'm a dreamer. Okay, here's one. Read the fine print carefully because that is where unpleasant surprises reside. Do you feel like huh. the, you have fine print covering <laughs> covering up uh, the surprises, unpleasant surprises in your life? I mean, I would argue that adoption is a fine print. That's, uh, that's <laughs> well, actually maybe? very true. <laughs> hmm. um, I would say this is coming from bestofkorea.com, so I don't know how okay. how, how much seems, we trust the veracity of these. <laughs> oh, this horse one is too long. People born in the year of the horse. I don't like that they've only did... Uh, tiger people, but everybody else are people born in that year. I want to be a horse person. Um, are popular, seen as cheerful, skillful with money, uh, and perceptive. Although they, although they sometimes talk too much. Nailed Whoa. it. <laughs> Nailed it. Bingo. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, here we go. They are very independent and rarely listen to advice. <laughs> Great. Wow. They're said to this be too independent. How did they know? Impatient and hot-blooded. <laughs> this is describing me very well. Yep. Wise, talented, and good with their hands. All right, that's all I'm going to read. Thank you, bestofkorea.com, for these definitions and whichever website Nathan is on. But we're compatible with tiger people, so it makes sense. Yeah, the only time I ever actually like looked at the traits or the, the years of um, the Chinese Zodiac was when I was at a Chinese restaurant. Dude, same. Did you remember there was always that red? There's always that that placemat place yeah. that had yeah. the yep. and it was like the red thing and yep. the yeah. Oh, I always yeah. thought that was amazing, and I don't know why it was such a and you know it was like every single meal we would have there, we would always ask, "What are you? What are you?" Because I would never remember what my parents were or my sister. I probably actually couldn't tell you right now. Um, Do you remember what I am? So you're yes, you're the talkative one. <laughs> <You're> the, <laughs> he doesn't remember. You're, what I'm you're the is. loud one. The horse. Okay, yeah, I'm talking too much. But yeah, so you know, I don't know. I always thought that was interesting. I'm curious if that's what everyone else thought. I never thought anything else about it, though. I mean, it wasn't like, I don't know. I didn't like connect with it, or other than saying, you know, what I was and what everybody was. It was more just something to do to kill the time before your food came. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I never. I remember those placemats, but I don't think I ever, like you, Nathan, bought or like thought about it at all because my zodiac sign is Pisces, so I was the fish, and I hated that. Mm. I was like, "That's oh, so stupid." Uh, you're Greek, or yeah, the Greek, Greek one, whatever, yeah, whatever that Greek is. Zodiac. And I hated that, so I think that might have fueled a little bit of my like rejection of 
really digging into that because it was like, I don't want to find out I'm something not fun. But I like horses, so I'm down for that. And I've also come around <laughs> well, to I'm Pisces. I'm curious to, like, to cross-reference and see what... Okay, so you just read Red Rooster, and I just looked up cancer traits, and this one says, deeply intuitive and sentimental, cancer can be... One of the most challenging zodiac signs to get to know, emotional and sensitive, care deeply about matters of the family and their home. Cancer is sympathetic and attached to people they keep close. I don't know. Like, it's just interesting. Oh, lack of patience. This is really long. All right. I have regrets. No. But <laughs> like, they're like, the descriptions are so different, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't know. That's like, I was, I never put too much stock in it. Cause I'm like, I know that you could like read yourself into any of those things, sure. but then also like, is there like a not just descriptive but prescriptive nature of this like oh sure. well i'm a rooster person that means i must be like this you know <laughs> as opposed to being like no forget this you know like this might be written in the stars but a man can't change the stars you know right Whatever. well it's like it gives you an out too Fletcher. for mm-hmm. i think for like you act in a certain way oh for any of your yeah, yeah, like, in a behavior. You're like well, yeah, you're like, written well in the you stars. know i'm, yeah, I'm a horse hey. person Sorry. I can't do anything about a it. A man yep. can change the stars. <laughs> I don't. I don't get the reference. I, oh, man, that's a reference to a Knight's Tale, starring the oh, great Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Mm, Go watch it. Movie. It's incredible. I've only watched it once. It's so movie. good. It's so good. Yeah, I know that people really enjoy it, but I've only watched it's it once so a long time ago. Yeah, no, it's a good one. All right, I don't, know, I don't know if it holds up too, but it, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, fine. I will watch it sometime. But I feel like we've gotten so far off track now that we're talking about Heath Ledger. Uh, <laughs> you guys want from the chi- snack or food? From Speaking of feasting. Salal to... Uh, I just said it again. Salal. 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 Salal Malaykum. I'll get it at some point. Re- repetition. I, I just got to put this out there. I want to just blow through it. This is what else do Koreans do on Salal. There's this, a traditional Korean game where you just throw sticks into a canister uh, called Tuho. Awesome. Uh, there's a board game called Yutnori, which I think I've heard about, yes. but I don't know really how that works. There's some Lucky Charms, a fortune bag and a fortune strainer called Bokjumoni and Bokjori. Uh, and then Huatu is the card game that you always see all the Koreans playing. But Huatu is, well, it translates as Battle of the Flowers, but that's the name of the card set. So like, there's like... Cards Against Humanity cards, there's uh, poker cards, there's Uno cards, but Huatu is the card set and the game that they play with it is often Go Stop. Or, or Go Flower Sito. Card Game, Go Dory, yeah, it's multiple Battle names. of Flowers, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and this one, this card game, some say that Huatu was introduced from Japan during the Japanese occupation, but it's estimated that Huatu was introduced to Korea in the late Joseon period, so it might predate Japanese occupation, but... Now that I know what the card game, like what the card deck is ca- called, I want to buy it and figure out how to play Ghost Stop because it seems fun. And also it has a reputation for being fun enough that people play it at funerals to really, uh, no pun intended, liven up the atmosphere so that the hosts of the funeral can focus on hosting and not about being sad. So, Well, don't go by it. Surprise! Okay. <laughs> Open up your, your boxes. <laughs> Everyone, look under your seats! <laughs> So uh, the card game will be included in the snacks I'm sending. So you guys will get that here shortly. Oh, very oh, nice. Cheers, Thank you. Yeah. I've still not sent you anything. So call back, <laughs> call back to last year. Still, still have a guy. I again. still have not <laughs> sent you anything. I'm still a terrible person. I'm just going to wait for you to bow. And then All right. And then you'll give it. me more stuff. Perfect. <laughs> um, I uh, uh, dropped a link in the chat to a YouTube video for how to play Tuho. 
Is that how you say it? Watu. 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 Um, yeah. But yeah, well, very interesting it, game. We'll play it. We should play that. We'll play it next time we're all together. Yes, we should play. Oh, the card game? Yes. Oh, I was talking about the stick game. But okay, we can do oh, both. The stick game. We can do both. <laughs> fun too, I'm sure. I got, like, like, I get I get really disappointed. I was like, oh, I want to do the sticks. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do. Were we doing food? Yep. Yeah, let's do all it. Right, let's do we it. Do a quick one. All right. One quick we'll food to go. Just a second. Hey, book money, body sale. Yes. Got it. Welcome back to the John Cheese Show. Thank this you. This is where we dive into some food. I like it. That I found at my Diving local in, going H-Mart. deep. And over yes. my head, I want to be caught in the rush, stuck in the flow. And over my head, I want to go. The river's deep. The river's wide. The river's water is alive. So sink or swim, I'm diving in. What are we diving into? We're diving into strawberries. That was nice. That was smooth. That, there's an old Christian song. <laughs> I have All no right. clue what that this is. That makes a lot of sense. It's Peekaboo Pororo. It's a po- another Pororo. Yes. He is Peek-a-boo everywhere. Pororo. From the English translation in the back, it says a grain rice cracker, strawberry flavor. I don't know what it, it looks says good. in the front. It looks like mini churros, but with strawberry yeah. filling. And it's got a cute, it's got, you know, Pororo on the front uh, as a little farmer with a giant strawberry. In a strawberry field, and the yeah, front I'm says, assuming these are going to be good. I don't know. I know how you guys like chocolate flavors more. Ooh, so it's got a heavy. Flavor. I like Korean strawberry. Heavy though. strawberry oh, okay. uh, aroma scent. I yeah. know my kids are going to devour this after I Whoa. open it. So this is not what I expected it to look like. These look. I'm not going to lie. Whoa. These look dangerously close to the um, corn chi, which it's, oh, yeah, it which contained right. or uh, was coated in the cold liquid. <laughs> <laughs> we did not oh, enjoy yeah, right. it. It looks powdery, like the outside. Right, that's of it. what it's I'm like saying. A, that's what the corn chi yeah. looked like. It smells great, though. I think it's a good strawberry smell. Yeah. So the thing that I ate last week, which name, whose name I've already forgotten, because they're both rice based, they have like a similar mm. kind of texture to them, which I think I really like. Which I assume that's like mochi is just like rice flour stuff, right? Yeah. It's not like a special thing. So I think I'm just really here for mochi rice flour things. The Korean says. Hanip crispy roll. So whatever hanip is, one, one something crispy roll, hmm. maybe. These are. I'm I not gonna it. lie. I'm enjoying this. I'm digging it. The strawberry is like a little tart for me, but overall I, I enjoy. Sarah gave it one thumb up and a big old smile. This thing says two servings per container, and then it says serving size two pieces. So I'm getting a little some mixed messages here. That's what I was saying about yeah. my snack. Yeah. I was like, there's either one serving or one serving is a hundred things. <laughs> oh, no. I would probably venture to say that two pieces are a serving size. These things are not, I guess they are a little hollow, but they're pretty solid through, through and through. Yeah, they are. I don't know who it's made by, though. doesn't really say the name or the brand. Uh, this is imported by Soul Trading. Iconics. Copyright. Iconics. Well, I think that's the... The the tra- the iconics company sounds like the name of a teen superhero group. That's what it says on the right too. Pretty big package. So if anyone's looking for it, it's tasty. Yeah. It's a little crumbly. Or there's like I guess like rice flour stuck like clumped together inside the bag, which makes it a little gross to dig into. I don't they're like- big. They're like they're like mini marshmallows almost size. Fair thing. I know I'm being really critical, but I don't like when I reach into a bag. And I come away and my knuckles have stuff on. Same. Flaming hot, any chip. Any flaming hot chip. Maybe you're supposed to put it in a bowl, you heathens. 
Absolutely not. If anything, if it's a big bag, why would you put it in a resealable bag if you're supposed to put it in a bowl? If it's a big, like a, it's a big bag, I'll cut it in half the bag at some mm-hmm. point so I can just dip right mm-hmm. in because I don't want that Maybe stuff on my hands. I get you. I feel you on yeah. that. I do the same thing. So, yeah, well, good. can you just do this? No, so you're dumping dude, the stuff out all over your hands. It's a two-handed operation. I know okay? nothing came out. Nothing came don't out except ableist. one of the little portal rolls. We're not there to verify that, so I don't believe you. <laughs> Scrum diddly um just Yeah, I'm, I'm liking these. I'm, I'm going to save some for my kids. All right, it's, ratings. What do you guys think? Yeah. I'm giving it a four and a half out of five. I think it's just all around really good. I don't really have too many flaws or anything that I, or any criticisms. And praise wise, I love the, I think the strawberry flavor honestly is right. Perfect for me. Like the perfect strawberry to like outer coating. Um, I do wish, I think it would be a five if it was chocolate. And I think that might just be me craving chocolate right now, but yeah, four and a half out of five. Okay. Um, I like it. The more I eat it, it reminds me of like a, a cereal type thing, Same. which I think is really nice. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's milk based at all, but uh, yeah, so I enjoy that. And I really can't stand the packaging where I'm getting crumbs all over my knuckles. So um, I'm going to give it a four out of five. Really enjoyable. I could do the thing where I take it out of the package, but like, why would I do the thing? You know? Why would so, you? So, pretty good. And I think strawberry is probably its best flavor. I think the chocolate probably wouldn't be quite as good. But like, maybe a different fruit could be fun. Blueberries. Maybe like a bloob. Bloob, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, maybe some bloobs in there, but that's good. So, four out of five for me. Maybe some bloobs, maybe some nudes. We don't know. No, I, why would you put <laughs> noodles in this? That's terrible. Goodness. Sorry, laundry machine is rattling. Hey. <laughs> I knew what it was hey man, as soon as I heard That's the danger of, of podcasting. Yeah. It's I like it. vibrating. Uh, let's our audience room. know that you're a real person <laughs> doing yeah. laundry. Even just, your favorite podcasters have to do laundry sometimes. Just yeah. a guy in the basement. This is not normal when we record, room. so that makes sense. But yeah, I like it. I'm giving it a uh, five out of five. Five out of five. Again, and I will give them, give them to my kids, and I'm sure they're going to love it. I don't know. I might want to say that if they were just a tad smaller, they're almost a little bit too big for my mouth. Interesting. Yeah. I think it's a perfect size. But I got a big I, mouth, I, as we learned in the, the horse. I was going to say, do you have learned. a small oral horse. orifice? <laughs> yeah, we learned in the horse uh, description. I am getting a little bit of that tart taste now. I think right? now that I only have one left. It comes in just at the end. It's not, it's not bad, but sometimes it's a little much. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was Pororo's Dalki... Honey crispy or what is it called in English? Strawberry flavor grain rice cracker. Yes. So, yeah, uh, real, real good. That's really been our show. Happy Solal and or Lunar New Year to all of you who celebrate and whatever language and culture you celebrate. We're excited. Welcome to the new year, fellas. Um, well, like to you, fellas, but also welcome listeners to the new year. Thanks. <laughs> you too. Yes. Which translates to may you get much favor in the new year. And also maybe money. I don't know. Um yeah. That's only if you bow though. <laughs> only if you bow. Only if you only if you do the say, babe. Um, yeah, if you wanna reach out to us and let us know, give us feedback. Uh, I know there's something that you're supposed to reply yes or no to <laughs> without any further context, which I've literally already forgotten. 
Um, you can do that on our social media at John Chi Show on all the major platforms. Um, you can send us an email to John Chi Show at justlikemedia.com. If you have a question, if you are an adoptee and you want someone to chat with, or you're not an adoptee and you want to ask a question about how best to interact with your adoptee loved one, um, you can send us a voicemail to 972 677 8867. Once again, that's 972-677-8867. Um, we will get you, get that voicemail and then play it on a social or on a solo. Um, am I forgetting anything? I sure. probably am. Nathan, Nathan, keep me, keep me, keep me honest, man. No, I mean, you have the emails, you have our Facebook, we had Instagram. Just contact us any way you guys want. Leave a review if you want. Uh, we yeah. talk about it a lot at the end of our episodes, so you guys know. We don't want to... What if it's the new listener? Yeah, we don't want to stretch it out. Okay, okay, Sarah, the- I just want to just sidebar real quick. Sarah got really grossed out that I said, keep me honest, but I'm going to contend that part, one of the reasons that I said, keep me honest, is because we spend a lot of time making fun of business language. So that's why is that a bad thing? Fun of. Now I got to dig into uh, this. It, why is this a bad just, thing? We'll save it for the next solo, but basically we're we going to take business language. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right. Hate businessy language. I get it. Okay. Anti-capitalist. Yep. Same. No, it's just anti-cult. The cult of business. Anti-Indianapolis so. cult. Is that what you just said? No. <laughs> cult. C-U-L-T. Oh. From cult. the hit book Cultish. Oh. And the podcast sounds like a cult. Interesting. If you guys want to find me, I'm Nowak on Instagram. I'm at Patrick in the world on Instagram. And I am at KJ Rilke, wherever I want to be found. If you want to talk to me about cults and the language of cults and all that stuff, <laughs> that'd be great. Because I literally, I literally cannot stop thinking about it. So holla at me. Holla at right. him. Uh, and that is it for our show, right? That's it for Sounds our show good. until all next right. week. Lunar Near. Until next week. Say hey, book Monday by the sale. Bye.